Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Great to have all of you tuning us in and turning us on. Uh, Thank you for doing that. You know, today I'm so thrilled and honored to have Dr. Jean Houston joining us in the show. And, you know, for me, I have my own journey, which reaches back out to one of the first time I met Jean, but also one of the first times that I got to experience Uh, a 10-day intensive that not only changed my life, but helped me develop the skill, the stamina, the clarity for the future of what I wanted to create. And that is something that's not only so special, but what I know about those times, that time, and what Uh, the teachings of Dr. Jean Houston has meant to me and so many people is that we get to choose the life that we want and our contribution to the world. So when I saw that uh, this amazing uh, social artistry founder, scholar, best-selling author, uh, is out in the world and and not only bringing forth this message of calling for the exquisite leadership in all of us, but for those of you in New York City, Chef Rossi, you were just on, you know, please take a look at your calendar and look at, you know, July 15th and look at what it is that Jean is bringing to New York as she does all over the world which is going to be live streamed. And so we're talking about that today, social artistry in action. Because if you listen to Chef Rossi during the last show, what you find is that this is a time for us to look beyond finding our voice, but to become that voice in the world. Um, Thank you, Jean, for joining me here today. It's great to have you. Well, it's a wonderful pleasure to be with you, old friend. I'm so you know, to be on again. I think it's exciting. But, you know, I remember when you were rolling out, you know, that first 10-day intensive. I remember that so clearly. Mm-hmm. And I got to participate in that. And fast forward to where we are today. And we look at the world we live in. And the question I want to ask you, is you not only have been a pioneer about this, but this is a call to action for social artists all over the globe, isn't it? It certainly is. You know, many years of work throughout the world with leaders in 
all the fields from government, industry, agriculture, education, has convinced me that too many of the problems in societies today stem from leadership that is ill-prepared to deal with present complexity. I mean, this isn't just a matter of inadequate training in the realities of global change, but it's a lack of human resourcefulness. I mean, leaders living out of a field of awareness that limits their ability to deal with their world. I know too many leaders who, quite frankly, might as well have been trained for the year of 1926. Mm. (laughs) Few are prepared to deal with a time, a different world, uh, and with the complexity and chaos of today. I mean, the usual formulas, the usual stop-but-gap solutions of an earlier era will not help. And I find that worldwide, societies, people, institutions are crying for new ways of being, for assistance in the transformation of citizens, organizations, institutions, new ways of looking at leadership. Now, what is the social artist? The social artist is an artist, except instead of it being a musical you know, page or a canvas, mm-hmm. It's society itself. So in the midst of it, the too rapid change and an extraordinary light has arisen. I mean, factors unique in human history are poised to help us become so much more than we ever thought to be. Uh, a, a, a very big one, people say, what is the biggest? Probably the rise of women. The mm-hmm. rise of women to full partnership with men and the whole domain of human affairs. 50% of the genius of the human race is rising, you know. <laughs> Uh, another one, of course, is the very fact of the discovery of the full nature of the human potential. We are coded with potentials, few of which we ever had to use, and we can no longer afford to live as half-light versions of ourselves. I mean, the complexity of our time requires a greater, a wider use of our capacities, a rich, rich playing of the instrument we've been given. And so what I do and what I teach and what we do as social artists is that we train people at every level, at every level, to be much, 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 much more than they ever thought they could be. They learn to think, to feel, to know in new ways. They become more creative, more imaginative, and can aspire within realistic limits to a much larger awareness, one that is fully equipped or more finely equipped to deal with the challenges of modern life. Mm -hmm. So we help people become aware and use the complex wisdom of the body, of the mind, of the soul, uh, to become orchestra leaders of their own own psyche, you see. And so helping people uh, to bring new mind to bear upon both personal and social change. And I think this will be a rise to the challenge of the times that we cross the dangerous abyss that separates mm-hmm. what is now a dying era to a borning one. Mm. It's so true, though, Jean. I mean, I love, for those of you just tuning in, Dr. Jean Houston joining me here today, and we're talking about social artistry, you know, and we're talking about sort of the rise in, you know, the creativity, creativity of how to be in the world as a social leader, you know, mm-hmm. somebody that's not just of transformation, but is transformative, his or herself. And, you know, we're calling for that. We were just talking about, uh, on the previous hour, Gene, I was, I was asked about, you know, the politicians of our time and, you know, what do I think about this? And I said, you know, here's what I'm looking for today. 
It's just, it doesn't matter what people said four years ago, two years ago, a year ago. What are we saying today? You know, what are, what are the voices of people from various walks of life saying, calling for? You know, where are we having our commonality? And then, you know, the question that comes to mind for me is, you know, what are we willing to do in the action we take? Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. that's what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Social artist in action. Very, very much so. I mean, we, we are moving to becoming planetary citizens, comfortable in many cultures, crossing the great divide of otherness, and really experiencing the enormous diversity that we contain within ourselves that then allows us to be able to uh, understand it in, in others. Thus, we have to expand our inner sensory capacities so that we begin to think like artists, that we have a rich, rich sensory palette that can become creative, imaginative. We, 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 uh, we are in the, in the realizing that psychologically, we are not encapsulated bags of skin dragging around dreary little egos. We have many, many different parts to ourselves, many different people with which we can then serve to solve all kinds of mm-hmm. problems. For example, I hate to write. I hate it. <laughs> but I have over 30 published books, and I have, uh, believe it or not, 250,000 pages of unpublished material. Cause I, <laughs> I believe well, it. Well, I ran a mystery school, and so I had to write a small book every month for 30 years. But the, the thing is, I can't write. But I have something in me that has no blocks. Mm-hmm. And that is, I happen to be a very fine cook. Um, mm-hmm. As a cook, I have no blocks. So I put myself into the mind of myself as a cook when I go to the computer and I'm stirring in a, a great, wonderful complexity of ideas. I'm adding the seasonings of different ways of thinking and knowing, the buttery sauce that puts it all together. And I find then I have a breakthrough and I can write, you know. Why do I think that I have to stay with dear old local Jean who's really phobic for writing, you know? So I, we all have multiple persona in ourselves. We also have a psyche that is so deep that touches into the very, very foundation of the universe, of consciousness itself. My latest book, in fact, is on that, on quantum physics and, and what is consciousness and that we are have we have within us available, uh, literally, we don't just live in the universe. The universe lives in us. Mm-hmm. And that means that opens up a whole new arena of capacities, almost mythic in scope, that we never thought to have. Well, yeah, yeah I love what we're talking about because I'm like you. Uh, I think about writing and I get a hot flash, like, you know, it's nobody's <laughs> business, right? Yes. Uh, but people look at me and they say, we don't get it, Pat. It's like, come on, man. You've been getting on air for 15 years. You started your own network now with 10 channels on it. And you can't sit down to write a book. And, you know, I try to explain myself, but now I'm just going to give them this clip. Of what well, you what, just are, what, said. what part of you, Pat, uh, doesn't have any blocks? For me, it's a cook. What would it be? I'm a cook. I'm a cook, but I'm also a table tennis player. Pink. Really? Pong. Very yes. good. I yes. mean, that, that's superb. 
because I, got I, no I, I, I do that too from time to time when I get oh, a chance. I have but, no box when it comes to me, <laughs> that white ball. Yeah. And that table, and I just got new rubber for my paddle, by the way. <laughs> I, there's no box. I love that. Now, turn that into writing. How would, how would you then expand your, your excellence at table tennis to writing? Mm. I'll yeah. tell you, the first thing that comes to mind is I play very, I have some skill, but I play very intuitively. Okay, there you are. All right, so it's intuitive. Very intuitively, okay. yeah. yeah. And I don't think. I don't overthink. I don't over strategize. I have a toolkit. And you know, now that you're bringing that up, Gene, thank you. Because it's not about sitting down and worrying about what I have in my writing toolkit. It's more about what do I have inside of me that wants to come forward? That wants to come forward and can come through another personality or yeah. expert that you have within yourself. So mine is both cooking, and also I'm very much a dog person, so much so I sometimes think I'm half dog. I actually was raised by a dog. <laughs> so if I think like a dog with that kind of playfulness and that joyfulness, I have three huge dogs right here staring at me right now, and uh, I, I find that my, my dog mind doesn't have the, the, the inhibitions <laughs> that the local gene who hates to write has. Uh-huh. I mean, that may sound silly to people, but you put yourself into another species also. And you, their old method acting used to be like that. You know, my, my mother was a method actress. And so mm-hmm. she would have us, you know, become kangaroos combing our hair. <laughs> the great one. We are multi-species. Remember, it was only about 150,000 years ago that the animal mammal brain began to reorganize itself in such a way and adding new components that turned into human beings. Well, I think we are in also a similar stage where we have such complexity, so much crisis, I mean, we could lose the Earth itself, uh, that we are at a place where our minds, our bodies, our souls are, re, are going into a radical recom. We are going for, uh, you know, almost a, re, a, a refitting an upgrading of the human species. And I see this happening all over. This is one of the reasons why you have so much active regression politically and mm. going backwards and fascism, etc. I mean, it's happening all over the earth because we're moving so quickly. And especially with the rise of women, many people are, are frightened and they want to go back to make America great again or Germany great again, only they're looking to the past, which will never, ever work. And so as we, people like you and hopefully me, begin to begin to marshal the ideas to carry us forward, this means that we have to be growing in body, mind, and spirit in new ways. And that's, of course, one of the things that we're bringing to the palace with social artistry, and that's what social artistry is, uh, well, this coming week, actually. You know, yeah, gonna, it's this week. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, isn't that exciting? And, you know, for people that are listening... Um, we want to make sure that you're able to find out how that you can uh, tap into the live stream. And, you know, there are a couple ways to do it. And I just want to mention one of them now. You can go to Jean's website, which is uh, where I where I went uh, initially, and you could take a look at our upcoming events. But also, you, you know, we can tell you that you can go to unitedpalace.org. That's and, probably the best way to go. Yeah, yeah unitedpalace.org. 
And you'll see on July 15th that Social Artistry in Action, July 15th, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. And this is where you will be able to participate in the conversation. So let's talk about some of the some of the the people engaging here, oh, yes. right? <laughs> um, of of course, you're going to be there. Yes, I'm. There I'm organizing, others. and I'm the MC for the yeah. whole thing. Yes, but there are some other people. And well, the people first thing, of that, course, is the palace itself, which is one of the most astonishing oh. buildings in America. Oh yeah, you know it was yeah. it was one of the it was the last of the big big theaters built, you know, in nineteen twenty eight twenty nine. And you go in and you just say, wow, 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 wow. It's, it's like the, the Radio City Music Hall on steroids. <laughs> it it's, it's looks gold. You know, it looks like uh, Jewish Renaissance mixed with Chinese, Ecuadorian mixed with Tibetan, Norwegian. I mean, it's filled with the ancient gods and goddesses. The, the, the theater itself uh, is... Uh, Phenomenal, and it's like 3,600 seats, something like that. Um, it, 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 it is, and people like Elton John come and use it for you know 10 nights, and then Beyonce or people like that. But what it also is, it's a huge center for cultural development, for social change, and above all, for bringing the arts, spiritual arts, to uh, the community of New York. It, it occupies all of the 176th Street and Broadway. And uh, teaches children how to use uh, their musical instruments to create their own orchestras. It's a place where movies are made. It's a phenomenally interesting place, but nothing else. It's one of the most interesting places anybody will ever see. <laughs> and so I also use it as a place to to create the ideas for a world that works. I bring together some of the greatest thinkers of our time who are really working at the cutting edge of how do we bring the new science and the emerging spirituality together? How do we bring uh, the, the new, the best ideas in ecology to, to work with the new ideas in, in, uh, in not just agriculture, but also the, the farming of the mind's deepest treasures, you know, the, the new mind for a new world? I mean, and, uh, so that we are really designing from there a whole world that works. And I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. the, I'm the um, chairman of the board of the Congress, you know. So look who's coming. I mean, uh, for example, uh, many of you, you know who Lynn McTaggart is. Yes, I do. She's there. She's going to actually be conducting for everybody a way of using the power of prayer and the power of thought to heal, to heal themselves, to heal their friends, to heal their relatives, to heal the world. And she's going to do an intensive uh, way bringing people from all over the world together to think together in a way that is that is not just healing but is transformative. That's that's, that's part of it, you see. And uh, you know, we we are bringing together, uh, among other things, uh, a lady who I consider to be perhaps one of the ten most important people in the world today, mm-hmm. who is Monica Sharma. Whoa, mm. Monica Sharma is was the head of Stopping AIDS. All over the world, she's, yeah. her life has affected hundreds of millions of people, and she's one of the greatest integral thinkers alive, and has the greatest form of passion for the possible, and how you go from scale. You start with something small, and before you know it, it's all over the world, and she'll show mm-hmm. us how to do it, and especially with our, our finest ideas for social social change. Uh, one of the world's leading cosmologists, 
uh, who is the, the really one of the main people in the fact that we are all hologrammatically interrelated, Dr. Jude Caravan, uh, is, is giving us a whole new idea of how we actually have the universe living inside of ourselves and what are some of the ways that we can tap into this universal genius. Uh, the man who talks about the fact that we're the, the Earth is a living entity and we're living in a living universe, Dr. Dwayne Elgin. I mean, we have such phenomenal people. I am so, so, so uh, deeply, deeply uh, grateful that they, and they, they, they work with us all the time, too, to develop new ideas, new ways of being. Uh, Anwar Robinson, who was one of the uh, great finalists on American Idol, will be singing throughout. Um, uh, the vice president yeah. of NYU, Jose Roman. I mean, the people are extraordinary, and it is these extraordinaries. Not one has an ounce of ego. <laughs> they are there for you, with you, you know, midwives of souls, evocateurs of the possible. You couldn't ask for a better, a finer group of people, and they are there to teach, to get you thinking in whole new ways, help you open up your mind, your body, your spirit, and really engage in the transformational power of mind and healing, and above all, to bring you not just new mind, new spirit, but to bring you to a new place in your life where you become social artist. You know, Jean, I want to ask you this question about social artistry, if I may. Please. Um, you know, one of the things that folks have heard me talk about o over time and I get the question a lot when I'm on other shows. They ask me, you know, what are some of the pivotal moments in your life where you were either on the fence or you were unsure or you were in doubt? Any of those kinds of questions, right? Yes. And just, just needed to be at the right place with the right people at the right time to get the right kind of message. You know, what were some of those? And clearly... You know, uh, I've shared uh, my story about being homeless at 17 and how a stranger yes. showed up mm -hmm. and saved my life pretty much. But one of the ones that I talk about often is when I was almost at the pinnacle of pain mm -hmm. and contracting a mystery disease after six months of saying yes to what has now become my vision and dream uh, was attending the 10-day intensive. Mm -hmm. And it, it was for me beyond transformative. And I remember having a conversation with someone who I absolutely adored and, and her loss, it, it just was so, uh, Dr. Angela Sarian. Wasn't magnificent. Oh, my God. Angelis Arian, and she truly mm. was lived up to her name. She was an angel, mm. not in disguise. <laughs> but that is one of the events in my life that I point to mm -hmm. that, for me, had I not attended, had I not experienced that, uh, that body of work with you and with others, I don't think I would have carried on my vision and my dream. And I want to ask you, how has social artistry changed and evolved uh, since, let's just call it, back in the day? 
back, back in the day. Back well, in the day. Uh, many countries, we through the UN, especially the United Nations Development Program, we have helped in the creation of the Millennium Development Goals and now the Sustainable uh, Millennium Goals, the, the many countries that we have worked in and helping countries in countries that were often seemingly regarded as second- or third-rate countries begin to be re-inspired with the inner genius of the country to find its deepest stories and to turn it around. I'll give you one example. Yeah, yeah. All right. The poor man of Europe is Albania. So we, we were sent off to Albania to do social artistry there. And the first thing that you look for is what is a key story in the country or, any, mm. or an institution? And we found that they had a key story, and it was the story of the seven brothers. And in the story of the seven brothers, there's a lovely kingdom and a king and a queen and, of course, the beautiful princess <laughs> and a demon. And, of course, Albania had had a demon on Verhoeksha, the man who kept it locked up and frightened for many, many years after World War II. And, uh, and they were just getting out of it at that time that we went there. Mm-hmm. And so the demon was, a, a demon comes along and steals the princess. And the king and queen say, if anybody can come along and save and re- release her, bring her back, then if she agrees, they can marry. No. So seven brothers, seven noble brothers show up, and they all have unique capacities. And the first brother, and so we use this as a story to transform the society. The first brother, we knew that Albania had been kept by a demon. <laughs> we just had a terrible story. But the first brother could, um, uh, he, he, he had an in, in enormous gift of being able to hear anything. He had high senses, and he heard at a certain place where the demon was snoring under the ground. <laughs> so this, this allowed us to really look at what are some of the great uh, psychological, spiritual, and physical capacities of of uh, of Albania, and, and people found these capacities, and they found the 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 deep deep sensory, the beautiful capacities of Albania within themselves. So we we worked on that, and then they began to look for what are some of the other uh, physical capacities that are there to be used. The second brother uh, could open the earth anywhere. Well, that allowed us to open the earth of social artistry in the world of Albania and to really look at the different levels that were there, the, the psychological richness, the fact that it was a culture that produced incredible bards, almost like Homer. Some people thought Homer may have actually come from there. They could tell the long, great stories, the mythic journey of this incredible culture that had been wise and deep in Roman times. So we opened up the earth of the psyche of, of Albania. The third brother could actually take something that was in trouble and remove it. He could steal it. And so he was able to enter in and steal the princess away uh, and get her out of her chains and from the sleeping from the sleeping demon. And that allows us to see the essence of someone or anything and to appreciate it. Because when I can look at you, my friend, as goddess in hiding, you know, regardless of what I might have had, if I've never had any negative, but suppose I did, I wouldn't see it. I would be able to see the essence of beauty. So it allowed people to rethink Albania in terms of its highest mm. and most beautiful qualities 
and bring it away from the bad press and the bad ideas that had been surrounding it. Okay, the mm. fourth brother could build a an impregnable castle in in a very short time. Well, that allowed us to then say, wait a minute, there is genius here, and that we did the trim tab. The trim tab is where one person will say, I really want to do something that will be good for the country, and what will be, he said, we, we can have better forms of education. And then people come up and say, I can help you. I, I have some school rooms that are yearning to bring somebody like you in. And somebody else says, we know the state of the art, of the genius of children. Are we put art back as central to the curriculum. Before you know it, the person who said this suddenly had 40 people who were going to rebuild education, which they did, by the way. They all followed up. And then that was one. And then the... Uh, and then you had the the sixth uh, the sixth brother because the demon comes back as the demon always does, but the sixth brother uh, and who and then the demon went uh, well it goes on and on but let's just say mm-hmm. skipping one but the the, the fifth brother uh, was able to take the demon's shoe and throw it far away and that's how do you confront evil and how do you do it with grace so you don't destroy you educate you know the sixth brother the demon had the princess flying away with her, but the sixth brother could focus. He had the gift of focus, hanging in, focusing, and he was able to shoot the demon out of the sky, who then fell and had to go to demon hospital, and the <laughs> seventh brother, the most, the handsomest and the wisest, was able to catch her. So how do we catch the genius of a society and really do something? Well, we'd help turn around parts of Albania for years to come. Just by telling the story, retraining people, training them in deep seeing, deep uh, creativity, uh, the uh, the ability to go the length with an idea, and the gift of the follow through, and the reappreciation of the whole culture, and we were helped to turn around. Mm. Thank you. Well, uh, you know, Jean, one of the things I want to talk about when we come back from break is, you know, fast forward to where we are today. And there's a rich history for those of you. All you need to do is Google social artistry and you'll be able to see images and pictures. Please take a look. Um, But one of the things I want to talk with you about is looking at today with an eye on the future and the power and the purpose of social artists all over the world. And and who are we seeing today rise up, rise up with the clarity and the specific nature of voice and action to create a better world? Dr. Jean Houston, everybody. And by the way, if you have a question for Jean, 1-800-930-2819. When we come back, more about social artistry. We just talked about Ben. And we're going to talk about in the next millennium. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Stephan each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit TheTruthIsFunny.com. Have you ever wondered if there's a way to heal the deep, hidden inner issues, wounds, beliefs, and traumas? 
The journey into spiritual healing engages people in all areas of their lives to heal themselves and others. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Dr. Jaffe brings conversations of healing of body, mind, and spirit as he merges the excellence of traditional medicine with the beauty of spiritual healing. For more information about Dr. Jaffe, this show, and his work, visit drjaffemd.com. The knowledge book currently studied in 39 countries and 15 languages around the world accelerates our evolution, takes us out of depression, offers universal truth, protects us, and makes us stronger, both spiritually and physically. So if you are interested in the knowledge book, visit usa.thenowledgebook.net and tune in to the Knowledge Book Radio with Marge Potasic on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Is traditional medicine not working for you? Do you still feel as if your health isn't 100%? Here at the Holistic Medical Center, Dr. Nushin Darvish and the qualified staff look through the dimensions of wellness and start a healing plan prioritized to your needs. Our physicians assess the whole you until complete health is achieved. Get the help you need by visiting drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Are you ready to make deep, lasting, transformative changes? Then tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio for Susanna Jameson's hit show, Love Light Sound Radio. During her show, Susanna inspires and supports spiritually and health-conscious individuals all over the world to reconnect with their heart, their inner peace, and balance. Love Light Sound Radio. Transformation happens here now. For more information, visit SusannaJameson.com. Are you looking to grow spiritually, expand your consciousness, increase psychic abilities? Well, there's a free app for that. Pure Light offers audios that transmit high spiritual frequencies to help you awaken to your full potential. Hundreds of audios created by some of the world's top energy healers, and many are free. Enjoy the latest in conscious technology and download Pure Light today. To find out more, visit purelightaudio.com. Hey, everybody, welcome back. I'm so honored to have Dr. Jean Houston join us here today. What I like to call it is, you know, let's go full circle with what it means to be a leader in the world and present, you know, a, a narrative on leadership that is so far in what I like to call uh, was so far in advance of where the world was when social artistry got put together, but is perfectly needed and and demanded for the world we live in today. And so Dr. Jean is here with me as the founder of social artistry. And uh, we're talking about an upcoming event that I want to make sure everybody, y'all get it on your calendar. And uh, for those of you that are in New York City, and I know, Chef, you're out there in NYC, uh, it's going to be at the United Palace Theater on July 15th. But you know, if you go to look at the event at unitedpalace.org, uh, you'll be able to see how you can participate not only in person at the event, but from all over the world, because that is what social artistry, at least my reflection on social artistry in action is about. You know, it's beyond empowerment. It's engagement of the alignment of the soul, bringing forth the magnificence in each and every one of us as created, creative entities 
of spirituality in action to create a level of humanity that we only dream about but is waiting to be enacted. It's waiting to be revived. It's waiting to be in all of us. And my experience in social artistry going back, has it been over 10 years? Oh yeah, like way back, um, is the thing that helped me stay strong in my passion and commitment and not throw in the towel on the Dr. Pat show or throw in the towel on creating a network. And it's a pivotal event that I point to when I was in the bowel of illness. I was in the bowel of illness in my body. I was deep down in that. And I went to this event and I came back different. I didn't have all the answers, but I came back with a creative energy from words that were shared from Donna Eden, from Dr. Angelus Arian, from Jean Houston, from the people, the other students in this class. And together, we didn't know what we were experiencing at the time. We just knew it was so needed and important in our own lives. And now look at what Dr. Jean and the amazing social artists have done, touching the lives of people all over the world. And if there was ever a time now for social artistry in action, it is now. It is not the time now as many might be thinking of throwing in the towel. It's not time for that. It's time for making sure your towel is strong and wiping the brow of your fellow compatriots, your fellow women, your fellow men, wiping the brow sometimes in the face of their own faith being channeled, in, their, in the face of their own struggle and wiping their brow and saying, we are not alone. We are in this together. That's what I learned from social artistry, Dr. Jean. And I thank you. I'm forever grateful to you for that. Well, I am so grateful for you for <laughs> expressing the essence of social artistry and the importance of our becoming social artists. Uh, I mean, the social artist medium is the human community. As social artists, you seek and you find innovative solutions to troubling conditions. You are a lifelong learner, as you are, Dr. Pat, ever hungry for insight, skills, imaginative ideas, the deeper, the deeper understanding of social uh, everyday issues. And above all, you are one who is always extending your own as well as helping others extend their human capacities in the light of present social change. Mm. So, for example, when I work around the world, this means helping cultures, organizations move from dominance by one economic culture or group to circular investedness, sharing, partnership. It means putting economics back as a satellite to the soul of culture rather than having the soul of culture as a satellite to economics, you know. It, it involves deep, deep listening past the arias and the habits of cruelty of crushed and humiliated people. It involves a stride of soul that will challenge the very canons of our human condition. It requires that we all become evolutionary partners with each other, you know. Mm. That's what we do. <laughs> and I want to I ask you, Jean, because, you know, I, I'm... I shared a little bit at um, at the break of where I was then 
and where we are now. Yeah. First and foremost, I have a team of people I work with that are social artists. Yeah. Our age yeah. ranges are 22 to 68. Uh, mm-hmm. that's, that's our team here. And these are folks that come together to create this thing that we're now calling the Transformation Network. And the rise in the idea and the energy for me to continue came from the collective. In the, I think it was either the first or se- second intensive leadership intensive that you did. I don't remember now exactly. But this is what we need not to regurgitate the past or who said what or what did you do two, three, four years ago, but we need a new narrative today, Dr. A G. new story, indeed. We need it. We have to be a seeker of the new cultural story. Yeah. What is it going to take and how does social artistry help us rise up to step forward, uh, not only to be heard, but to be seen? Well, often... There is what we would call a new myth, and mm. it rises up from the genius of people working together. It's, it's not necessarily coming from one person. Dear my old pal Joseph Campbell said, it's something mm. that arises just from the feelings and the being of people themselves. I mean, one thing a social artist would I do is I hear all the stories, and I find what is the element that is needed to help create the, the new. Um, now, one of the things that has happened is that the membrane between cultures, between worlds, between old and new ways of being is breaking down. And it, it is breaking down. And everything, I mean, the vast migrations that uh, are larger than any time in history. It used to take hundreds of years. Now it's happening, you know, in months. And we're seeing a, a speeded-up movie of a strange, all these cultures, all these cultures coming together, cultures thousands of miles apart, are in the force of a new genesis and a melding of genes of the culture and a mingling of previously divided worlds, which, thrown together, are undergoing a sea change into something rich and strange. There is the rise of the horror of it, and thus, you know, the, the old racism is rising. Mm-hmm. But something new is happening. Yeah. It's like it's not Asia, Afro-Asian rock music or... Chicano cyberpunk art. You know, it's, it's, it's hybrid sounds for hybrid selves, a new kind of fusion that's generating a whole new story, a whole new cu- culture. And so it's, it's providing a kind of sufficient stimulus to call forth capacities, genius in the human brain, mind system that was never needed before. You know, it's, it's, and with it is coming... Uh, uh, literally, literally a whole new way of being. What I'm trying to chart right now is what are the capacities that are needed? It's a joining together of the geographies of mind and body that had never touched before. It's weaving together uh, synapses and senses to create people who are fused into not just the world mind, but the cosmic mind with its unlimited treasures, its empowering capacities. And what the social artist is doing and the ones that we're training, they, they're able to relate to this quickening charge of, of cultural growth and to, to find new ways of bringing it together from food to music to literature to theater, the very liniments of culture. Consciousness is remaking itself. And 
when I look for that, I don't just look for what's the daily lousy news, you know. I look for the news stories that are emerging yeah. literally everywhere. And yeah. you, my dear lady, with the, your, your genius for a new order of understanding media and what you were just telling me about during the break, you are sending out this new, uh, this new emerging culture. You're sending it out through many, many, many different stages and platforms. And this is what makes it critical the fact that we are living in a world mind, that we're taking a walk with a world mind that is slowly but surely, not so slowly, is emerging. Obviously, because of this, you're going to have the backlash from the old mind trying mm-hmm. to assert itself. You know, using media also, using mm-hmm. media often powerfully, but now the new emergent media of the good folk, the creative folk, the folk who are on the frontiers of the emerging soul of the world are like yourself, and you're way out there at one of the leaders, are putting it forth into this world in time. And that well, is what is going to triumph, because it's a better story. It's a truer story. It's a godded, archetypal story. It's a necessary story of the new heroes and heroines who are out there making a difference. Wow, thank you, Jean. And, you know, one of the things I want to say is, you know, the folks that... I got to have conversations with as a result of continuing on this journey have become the change makers inside of me. You know, I was greatly influenced by the people that I got to speak with and I got to listen and I got to learn from, you know, 9,000 interviews, conversations where I did not show up in this in this game as somebody that was awake and aware. I dialed the wrong phone number and I didn't hang up and spirit got me here. But I am a sponge for knowing how to be a better steward in the world. And I'm finding so many people, Dr. Jean, the people that go through your workshops, the people that you and I both know, the new generation of people that are coming on along and have such a powerful, powerful voice. We're seeing it in our political arena that a girl from my home city in the Bronx uh, (laughs) emerges uh, as a spokesperson and and makes a bold statement. And we're all like, what just happened there? But that is what the world is calling for. That is the new narrative of social artistry, that I really believe. That really is a new narrative, yeah. She mm-hmm. is a social artist, that young lady, par excellence. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think she's going to multiply herself in variations many, many, many times. Well, I mean, I got to ask you this question, and I know we have a short period of time left. I know what it took for me to come forward and speak and to stay on course and to grow and and to do what my heart was called to do. I know what it took. And I want to say that it didn't come without challenges no, of course and not. disappointment. You've got and to be taking honed risks. in the fires of the need to come. <laughs> yeah. How can we help maybe the folks listening, the people you'll be talking to, and talking with on the 15th, what would Jean Houston say to folks today that they will need to become more like 
to rise up in the wave of the new narrative? I think part of the new narrative is that we are not the only ones minding the store. That each person has an essence, and it is an essence of greatness. And you get in touch with that essence of greatness. In fact, I'm going to suggest just put your hands out, put your hands out, and you can close your eyes if you like, and know that this higher, higher essence of you it's, it's the, is, is there yearning for you to make the connection. And I, there's an ancient word for it, which is entelechy. It's the entelechy of an acorn to be an oak tree. It's the entelechy of a baby to be a grown-up human being. It's, it's the higher purpose being that is there in you, with you, for you, especially in these times when we could lose it all in the next hundred years. So that entelechy, that divine, guiding, creative presence. And sometimes if you, if you do it as an exercise every day, you can put your hands out and you say, I, I feel you, I feel you, great high self, it's the high friend connecting with me, helping me, and guiding me to new ways of being, to patterns, giving me the, the encouragement, the, the quickening in my soul that is carrying me forward as one of the pioneers in this new emerging time of glorious possibility. If you would do that, and if you would do it with belief every day, I think you're going to be in for some very, very interesting times. And as you begin to do it together... Oh, friends, incredible things begin to happen with and for and by and of us. And you realize mm. that the hero, the heroine is you. And the new ways of being is coming with and from you. And you begin to become a magnet for shift the change. You become a walking magnet for goodness and greatness to bloom again upon the earth. Mm. Jean, I want to ask you, this is a question which, you know, I, I think uh, people know me to ask, but I, I don't want to ask it of you. I want to ask it of the new narrative. Yes. What are some of the challenges that you see uh, those facing that are very clear about bringing the new narrative forward? What do you see might be some of the challenges they face? Uh, one of the biggest challenges is, is giving up. Yeah, uh, that that that's the big one. It's like yeah. the classical hero heroine's journey. You feel the call. I mean, er everybody yeah. I know feels the call. <laughs> shouting at us, and then we say, "Not now, God. Maybe later. You know, when the kids are grown, or <laughs> when I have more personal time." And after a while, you can't stand yourself just to know oh. that because the narrative the narrative requires you to take part, and mm -hmm. and when you actually says, "Yes, I will be part of it." Suddenly, things change. Suddenly, the book opens to the right place. Suddenly, friends come forward, or new friends, new relations that you... And, and you find yourself part of a magnificent journey, a group that is journeying together, living, being... You, you feel empowered. Parts of yourself that you didn't even know, skills, latencies, rise up, and you feel yourself being carried along. And, and th this is what happens when you say yes to the new narrative, the narrative that you are a, 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 a cosmic agent, if you will, mm -hmm. <laughs> you, and you have whatever you want to call them. You have uh, friends, angels, uh, synchronicities, strange coincidences uh, that begin to, to, to work and live with you. When I, when I wrote a book several few years ago that Oprah got so fond of, you know, 
my book on uh, the Wizard of Oz. Taking oh the, yeah, yeah, taking the wizard, where I really take people through those stages of discovering this new narrative in yourself that you are a member of the biggest shift in human history. Nothing like this has ever happened on a global basis, where we say grow or die, evolve or perish, and you say I'm going to grow, I'm going to evolve, and I'm going to find others like me, and that you begin to begin to come together and to create the, the world within yourself that is equal to the world without to really begin. You become, as dear old Gandhi said, you become the difference that makes the difference. Wow. Thank you, Dr. Jean Houston, everybody. Thank you so much for today. And one last question for you. Just give us again a reminder about the July 15th event. The July 15th event, which is being held uh, from 9 to 5 at the palace. You can go to unitedpalace.org. Org. Yes, .org. Yeah. And you'll find out all about it. Uh, is there a cost? Yes. Do you have to pay it? No. <laughs> that's the way we do things there you don't you don't have to pay uh but it'd be nice if you wanted to make a donation that'd be very nice but yeah. anyway it's a full day of inspiration of activation of meeting people that will be close to you be helpful to you and uh i think you'll have a lot of fun and and uh, you'll have a lot of joy it's, it's a joyful celebrational tremendous music tremendous mm-hmm. music Art, yeah. uh, poetry, projections, exercises, and it's it's a day of high levels of becoming, becoming more than you ever thought you could be. So do come, yeah. and there's also streaming information on it if you go to unitedpalace.com, it's, and then there's the streaming. You can be, you know, wherever you are in the world, you can be live live for it, and uh, so you'll find out about, about that. And if anybody's interested in some of my workshop, just go to Jean Houston. That's one word, J-E-A-N-H-O-U-S-T-O-N.com. Oh, absolutely love it. I want to thank all of you for tuning us in and turning us on. And please, all you need to do is go online and you can Google social artistry. You'll see lots of images from people all over the world. Uh, Believe me, there's so much here that talk to the action of the new narrative. Thank you, Dr. Jean. Thank you so much. Thank you, Dr. Pat. What a pleasure it is to be with you again. And Jean and I are going to rock on, folks. We'll see you next time. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.